Hey Bills, lame disclaimer time here. Just reminding you that by making the decision to listen to this, everything that you hear from this point is your own fault. What's going on guys, I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Pilot, I'm sure you're listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. Happy Sunday, Woo. everybody. Fucking fuck you, Trump. He's out of the White House. Well, not quite. Fuck, but... I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? I'm excited. I know it kind of matters to us, but like, I also don't really care. Yeah, but it matters to a lot of people. Good for them. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, it's weird because it is Sunday. And last week we had four days off. That was so good. So I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> These days have gone so fast. I really need more than a two-day weekend. Yeah, I don't really know why it's not implemented, but here we are. And I have to start at 7am tomorrow. Boo! <laughs> but it means I can go pick up my new phone that's being fixed. <laughs> yeah, your new phone. How how long ago did you buy your new phone? Uh, So Boxing Day sales last year. So almost a year ago. Almost a year ago. And then two weeks after I bought it, I dropped it in the toilet. <laughs> it broke. And then I was just like, it's too soon since I bought this phone. I don't want to pay to get it fixed yet. And then coronavirus hit. Yep. And so I couldn't go to a phone shop. And so it's just sat gathering dust in our studio for like eight months. Um, but it's getting fixed. But the dude doesn't know if he's going to be able to fix it. So that's fun. Yeah. So it might cost you $300 for nothing. Yeah. That's more than half of what I paid for the phone. Yep. To fix it. And then if it doesn't get fixed, oh my God, it's going to be so annoying. It's going to have to buy another phone again. That's so annoying. I don't want to do that. Can't really not have a phone in 2020. No, I have a phone that works fine. It's just smashed to bits and it runs out of battery in about 10 minutes. And um, it's really slow and you have to keep like closing apps and restarting the phone to get it to work. Sounds good. So it's perfect. It works perfectly. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Shall we get into um, what we've been watching then? Well, that's what the people are here for, I think. Yeah, I mean, um, now we can start doing things again. I've been out and about a fair bit, obviously being COVID safe. Yeah, righto. I have. Oh my God, don't <laughs> say that because I totally have. I don't want people to think that I'm a rule breaker because I'm not. Oh, rebel. I do all the things I'm allowed to do and I wear my mask everywhere, social distancing. Um, but I've been doing a lot of stuff. Been to the pub, been to shopping mall. What else have I done? Korean barbecue. Went to the city a couple of times. A couple of times. Once. Yeah, once is not a couple. Yeah, that was good because I got to go to like the K-pop stores and I got bubble tea and, you know, all those Karibu things that I like to do. <laughs> all the stuff you've had on hold. Yeah. Oh, so I've had a really good time, which means, you know, we haven't maybe watched as much as we have been, especially during the day, because basically what we watch during the day is just YouTube. Yep. Every morning we wake up, turn it on, all right, go through the subs and watch like just trash. Yeah, knock it all over. Yeah, some 30-year-old man opening Pokemon cards and like some 40-year-old man with his Gengar collection. Mm, quality. It's been a good day so far. But we have watched a couple of things, as always. Very horror. <laughs> Very horror-based. We watch horror films, guys. Just get over it. Yeah. I mean, if you don't like it, then fucking go find another podcast. Or you could just skip to the part where we actually talk about, like... The pilot. The pilot, yeah. <laughs> Which is what we're here for. Yeah. Last weekend, we watched this film that we watched a trailer for a couple of weeks ago now, I think. But it wasn't out yet. 
It's called His House and it's an English film. Well, when I first saw the trailer, I thought, oh, it looks like a, you know, one of those Jordan Peele It's films. very much trying to be a Jordan Peele movie, I think. Yeah, like Get Out or Us or whatever. Very similar, like racially based um, horror film. Um, but it's set in England. So, you know, a bit of a different take, I guess, but similar themes. Um, what did you think about this film? I thought it really, like, it was obvious that it was just trying to be a Jordan Peele movie. Where did we watch this again? It's on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Real obvious what they're trying to do, but they're just a bit more ham-fisted than Jordan Peele is. Mm, it's a lot less subtle. The other thing is you're not really feeling suspense through the whole film because you kind of end up seeing, I don't know, what the horror is about halfway through the movie. Yeah, they have the most impactful horror scene halfway through. Yeah. And then it's all about, like, why is this happening? Mm. Not really, a, not like a twist. The reason why it's all happening is essentially, like, the only reason to watch the second half of the movie. Yeah, and I actually quite like the twist. You know, I I didn't really see it coming. It's hard to do, like, quotation finger marks in a podcast. But I think you can tell by the way I'm saying it. Well, it's hard for people because you're always so sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But no, I really like the twist. Um, that the actual, like, backstory was interesting because you're basically finding out like how this couple escaped from um where are they from i don't know if it's important no but like an african country so they're escaping like a war in yeah, an african war country to england so they're in a, in detention and they get released and they're staying in this house which turns out to be haunted but it's, it's hard to really explain the movie without giving it away so yeah, it's not really the house it's them who's haunted yeah yeah the fact that it hasn't impacted them for a year is a bit weird in detention, yeah, they didn't like <laughs> nothing happened to them while they were in detention. No, nah. I think it's because once they move into the house, that's when they're actually experiencing a better life. That this it's po- it's more positive. <laughs> yeah. So that's when it feels like it needs to attack them or whatever. Yeah. Whereas when they're in detention, it's like okay, well, they're still living a shitty life, so they don't need to be haunted at that point. Yeah. I really liked it though. There was there's they use a lot of dark darkness, which horror movies do, but this was like way more obvious. You're always expecting things to happen when it goes dark. Everything happens in the dark and the, like the lights just turn off all the time. Yeah. Well, that's a whole thing. Like, yeah, the lights being turned on and off. But yeah, the, the actual like demons were pretty freaky, I thought, kind of. I don't know. And But the end demon looked pretty fake. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty poor. But yeah, they, they did a lot of those like whimsical things that Jordan Peele likes to do in these movies. Here's a scene of like something that's not really happening, but it's like in their head, but it like leads the scenes together and it's... Yeah, it's like dream state. Like when... Yeah. You know, when she's like trying to find the doctor's office and she's walking around the neighborhood and it's like a maze. And I don't know if that was actually... Was that being put on by the spirit? Yeah, I don't know. That she was like lost and then she sees like the same kid in a different area and it's just all really malicious. Like she talks to these kids and it's very malicious and... Yeah, it was kind of hard to know what was real and what wasn't real, but I guess that's just the kind of the film that it is, you know? Yeah, exactly. But I liked it. I thought it was quite good. Like, it was entertaining. I was never like, this is fucking boring, you know? Well, that's true. Just sort of fell off because it did sort of the most impactful part halfway. Yeah. And even like the end of it wasn't as impactful as that. But at the end, I felt like, you know, how you get that cathartic release at the end of a film. Like I did have some like positive feelings at the end which was nice that's a nice change yeah it was like you know they got to the end they're like okay well we we faced faced our demons you know kind of thing then they just kind of have to get on with their lives the best they can even though they still have demons they've kind of faced them and made peace with them and 
I was thinking it was it was nice. It was a nice story. It was like it was emotional. It was impactful. I think out of ten, I would probably give it. Oh, what would I give it? Maybe like a six and a half. Yeah, I think that's fair. What would you give it? You probably the same. Everything was done quite well, but the way that it's like structured as a film was very strange. Yeah, it was just a little bit different to horror films that we're used to, I think. It's not a horror film all the way through, though. It's like a horror film and then like a suspense mystery halfway. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I didn't really understand drama. like the wife's motives the entire movie. <laughs> it was very odd. Yeah, she to- chopped and changed a fair bit. But I think I think it was because she had like a lot of issues going on mentally. Like yeah, she was suppressing things and that's why she came across as a little bit yeah, like her motives seemed to change a lot throughout the film. And I think it's just because she was dealing with a lot of stuff. Just didn't really make sense. Yeah. But I'd recommend it, you know. If you like those kind of Jordan Peele films. Um, oh, yeah. It's not as good, but it's not a bad movie at all. Yeah, I'd give it a go. And I always like to watch an English movie, you know. Just yeah, the, the accents give it some sort of clout for you. <laughs> it's very strange. Because we don't watch a lot of it. I've said it a million times, you know, most of the stuff we watch is American. That's the content that's out there. When I get to watch something that's English and good, you know, it's it's nice. It's a nice change. What else do we watch, mate? So we watched another horror film last night. We were flipping through trying to find something. We had a few options. Um, but Josh was like, well, don't you want to be really scared? And I was like, oh, I guess. And as you guys probably know, I do have a bit of a thing with clowns. I'm not a huge fan of clowns. Who is? I think some people just don't care they don't think they're scary yeah but who's like loves them i don't know kids apparently (laughs) that's what i understand like how do kids get into clowns like what what is the innate thing in kids to enjoy clowns i I can't help you mate because you you were saying that you had a clown at one of your birthday parties yeah when i was super young and there was a clown and i wasn't afraid of it it was just a fucking dude in a suit yeah, and you said he was more like a magician than a clown. Yeah, way more like a magician well, than a clown. So it was like entertaining, but it I was guess... a clown. He was a clown. He had full yeah, clown yeah. makeup and like all the get up and everything. But I don't think didn't... I ever had a clown at one of my birthdays. Didn't phase me then. Oh, I feel I just had like a memory of like a fairy birthday party, but I don't think it was my birthday party. It might have been someone else's. You have like, you know, a, a real life fairy that comes and it's just like... A woman know... who paints your face and shit. Yeah, it's just like you know, a 20-year-old woman in a fairy outfit and then everyone dresses as fairies and she paints your face and you do, like, magical shit or whatever. I think I went to a Harry Potter party once as well and that was really cool. It was, like, the kid's mum was very creative and she did a lot of, like, crafts and stuff and she just went all out. And it was this insane Harry Potter-themed party. Man, I kind of miss, like, parties like that. You know what I mean? When you were easily impressed? Yeah. Well, I guess I miss parties in general. Like, when was the last time we went to a house party? Don't think about it. Probably like February. Don't think about it. Anyway. Yeah, so we watched Clown. <laughs> That's the name of the film. Very inventive, right? Yeah. But Clown. I knew that you were going to be fine because you watched the fucking Terrifier and you were basically fine with that. Yeah, like I thought when I was watching that film, like I really didn't like how that clown looked. It was fucking scary. The film was quite like camp, I guess. It was like a camp slasher movie. Yeah, like it was super slasher and gory and like there was some fucked up shit that happened. But because it was so like over the top and campy, like it didn't frighten me. But the clown was scary and I thought, oh, maybe I'm going to have like dreams about this fucking clown. But I didn't. It was fine. This one was completely different. Completely different take on like a horror clown film. 2014, I think this movie came out because when I was trying to search it, there was a movie called Clown that came out in 2019 
which has like an IMDb rating of like 1.2 or something. Oofed. Yeah. And I was like, that's not what we watched. Like what we watched was a little bit better than that. Yeah. What are your initial thoughts about Clown? Um, It wasn't like as garbage as I thought it was going to be. I think that's like the main takeaway. So it wasn't like amazing. I didn't mind it at all. And yeah. like the way that it was paced and the way that they like revealed the story as it went along and stuff was funny. But like it just had some parts you were like, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> but all yeah. in all, like it was, it was fine. I was surprised actually. Yeah. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be complete trash, but it was actually like a very well made film um, with an in- like an interesting story, like kind of stupid, but so stupid, but interesting. So it's basically, you know, just this family guy, obviously quite wrapped up in his work. It's his kid's birthday party. His kid wants a clown. The original clown couldn't come. And <laughs> just like coincidentally, the house that he's a real estate agent and the house he's trying to sell, the basement has all these costumes in it. And he finds this clown costume in a chest that's chained to the wall, decides to put it on. Well, he doesn't know that it's chained to the wall at the time, but it's not like locked. Yeah, the chest isn't locked, and but it's, it's chained just, to the wall. And it's just there. But th- that progression of things that happens that happens way too quickly there's a party oh the kid likes clowns oh the clown's not coming oh i find a clown costume in the house that i'm in right now mm. it just that was a bit like it's in about eight minutes i think yeah. that happens. <laughs> at that time you're also just meeting the characters like you're meeting the mum, you're meeting the dad you're meeting the kid yeah it's it's quite a lot in the first bit but you don't really want that to be drawn out it's like just get to the point you know get the, get the guy in the clown costume i think they just did it so you wouldn't think about it too much. They're like yeah. get it, get it knocked over in eight minutes, yeah. and then nobody's going to worry about it. So it's like, yes, it's a coincidence, whatever. Like, just move on. But no, <laughs> no, <laughs> it was silly. <laughs> it was pretty silly. And then it just like turns out that he can't get this fucking costume off. And then they have some really good scenes where he's trying to take it off. Those were actually like cringe. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my god, because he gets a knife at one point, and he's trying to like cut the sleeve with a knife is it a knife yeah he gets a stanley knife yeah a stanley knife and you're just like what are you doing dude you're gonna slice your fucking wrist open and then he does yeah even though you know it's gonna happen you're like oh fuck yeah because it just it it just feels so like i don't know it's it's realistic it gives you a visceral reaction yeah and then he fucking gets a fucking saw they must be renovating this house or something yeah so there's all these tools and stuff everywhere. He gets like one of those small little band saws and then tries to put it down the neck part. And you've just seen him slice his wrist open. And you're like, well, dude, what are you doing? You're going to cut your neck. Yeah. So yeah, like that that whole scene was very clever. I like that. But the entire time, that entire section, I was just like, go to the hospital. Go to the hospital. Go to the hospital. For so long. Yeah. Just like, yeah, your clothes are on too tight and you can't get them off. Go to the hospital. Like that's totally fine. My face is changing colour and I can't get this nose off and my wig's stuck on my head. It's like they've got stuff to like melt that adhesive and they'll cut your clo- you out of your clothes. It's totally fine. Go to the hospital yeah. for so much of it. And then he does go to the hospital and I was like, oh, sick. And then the doctor's just a fuckwit. And I was like, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but like he went. Yeah, you're happy that he went. But the only reason he went is because his wife tried to pull the rubber clown nose off and ripped half his fucking nose off. Yeah. And he's like bleeding everywhere. He's like, oh, probably should go to the hospital. This is this. So she's a vet. Oh, she's a vet nurse. Oh no, she's a de- she's a dental assistant. Oh, That's okay. right. Which you don't find out for like 
ages, but she has all the tools and shit. Yeah, we assume she was some sort of medical professional. Yeah, but she doesn't, like, if the nose is apparently glued to his face, and she's like, yeah, I'll just rip it off. That's such a dumb Who move. Who is this? <laughs> Who's this person? So yeah, he's stuck in this fucking clown outfit. And then as the story goes on, you kind of, you find out obviously that it's like a demonic suit. Yeah, it's this, this, it's the skin and hair of a, of a demon. That was so dumb. <laughs> it's the best line. So he meets up with this guy. He used his, to have the costume on, right? Yeah, his brother was storing the costume. Yeah. And he used to wear it. And then he knows how to get it off, which is fucked. So they're storing this costume, but bury it in cement. Yeah, I don't understand why I just had it in an unlocked chest. What was that about? I don't know. And yeah, this, this this demon just wants to eat kids, which is classic clowns, you know? Yep. And that's it. It's just the rest of the movie is just him like fighting this demon that wants to just eat kids. But there's some really cool scenes. Like I really love the scene in the like Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Um, because I have nightmares about those places. Like, how to explain these places? Like those big play areas where there's heaps of tunnels and nets and like like a McDonald's playground, but but the huge. bigger ones that are inside yeah. and they have like foam rollers and ball pits and yeah, shit. yeah, lots of foam stuff, right? Like I used to play in those when I was a kid in England. There was this one particular place we used to go. I can't remember what it's called. My mom would know what it's called, but we used to go there and I loved it, right? But these days. I have anxiety dreams about those places. Right. Where I'm like stuck in there. I don't know where I am. It's like a maze. I can't get out. And there's someone chasing me. And I think this is a, quite a common dream. I think a lot of people have this kind of dream. Well, it wouldn't be too. It's very confined. Yeah. Like if you go in one now, it's like way more confined than it was before. Oh, yeah. When you're I, a child. I hate, I hate confined spaces as well. But my main fear is that like kids piss in there. And then you just like... <laughs> yeah, 100%. Slipping in piss when you're trying to get out. Gross. But there is the bit where they're all running away and one of the women is trapped behind one of those like net things. And that was you, pretty and funny. And you saw her and you were like, oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, she was stuck in there with the fucking clown. Yeah, so I like that whole scene because that kind of tapped into my fears, you know. Yeah, and then I think when he actually turns into the proper demon clown, it looks pretty cool. It doesn't look bad. It looks pretty cool. I was I was worried it was going to look shit, but it's scary. Yeah, it's really not terrible at all. For for how the movie progressed to that point, you're like, oh, the demon could be just awful. Mm. But it's like, it's not. It's not that bad. They didn't use CGI. No, it was all practical. Yeah. Whereas the dog... Oh, don't talk about the dog. That's not fair. <laughs> that was dumb. Because the dog eats the, um, the clown nose that they pull off the guy. Yeah. And then he turns into like part demon for some reason. That's it. That did not look cool because that was just pure CGI and it just looked dumb. Yeah. But apart from that, pretty good movie. Yeah, just the the weird costume guy's acting for most of it. Oh, yeah, he wasn't very good. No, but he's like a pretty famous actor. Is he? Yeah, he's in heaps of stuff. Like other horror films or? I don't know, but he's just, he's known for just being a weird guy. Oh, okay. He just takes on these projects because it's like his passion or something. I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, mate, he, he like not nice. a bad movie at all. Mm. What do you reckon it deserves? Okay, so what did I give the other movie? Six and a half. Which one did I enjoy more? I think I enjoyed this one more. Just because it was a bit more fun. So I think I'll go with like a seven. I would have to 100% agree. This is probably a seven. Whoa. We just agreed on two movies in a row. That's crazy. I wonder where it's going to go from here. <laughs> but I was surprised that I liked it that much. Yeah, would recommend I it. I thought it was going to be shit. It wasn't shit at all. What was that on Netflix as well? or Stan, I think. Okay. 
Yeah, if you guys like watching creepy clown films, but it's not just. This like, is not like a creepy clown. No, the fact that he's a clown is not the scary is not scary part of this film at all. Yeah, it's like his descent into that madness. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool because it happens over a long time. It happens over most of the film. Yeah, that he's slowly descending into like becoming this demon, and that's the most interesting part. I think if he just went from zero to a hundred. Like he was just a regular dude and then suddenly he's this demon clown. That would be fucking boring. Yeah. And then he just starts killing people. Like that's boring. But it's like him slowly becoming this demon, having to fight with that and fight his like urge to kill kids and all that is like makes it a deeper film. I mean, it's not super deep. But it's not it's, super deep at all. But it's, you know, it, it adds intrigue and interest to the film. It's, and it's not just light switch on off. He's not like, he doesn't become the demon when he's asleep or like yeah, yeah, yeah. any of that boring shit. No, I was surprised. Very surprised. 7 out of 10. Do we have time to talk about? May as well move on to your two new favorite shows. I don't know if they were my two favorite shows. I like, <laughs> I like one of them. <laughs> You're going to have to give me a bit of help with the names of these. Uh, give it F- a try. Okay, so I know the one that I liked was called Soul Eater. That's it. The one that I was a bit iffy on was called FLCL. You got him. Is that correct? You did not need help at all. What does FLCL mean? It doesn't mean anything. Oh. No. The show's called Furikuri, and it's just a thing they make up. It's like a sex move. Oh. Yeah. Well, that that doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Let's talk about that one first, because we only watched watched only one episode of that, or two? Just one. You, You made it through one. Uh, it was a bit of a, a bit of a struggle. Really? It's a weird fucking anime, man. Oh yeah, it's super fucking weird. It's so weird. I mean, I didn't mind it, but one of the first things that you're faced with is like pedophilia, <laughs> basically. It's not pedophilia. What is wrong with you? Because like, she's like, how old is the the girl? She's in school as well. She'd be like 15, 16. Okay. And then the other kid is like, what, 12 or something? Yeah. But still, it seems weird. Oh, super fucking weird. Because you find out later that the reason she's like wanting to, to like make out with this kid is because she used to date his brother, his older brother. Yeah, and he becomes so a famous baseball star and leaves, goes to America and she can't get over it. Yeah, that's weird as fuck. But she's also like homeless. There's heaps of shit about this whole show. It was definitely intriguing. I'm trying to like put the story together in my head, but you can't. <laughs> Good luck. You literally can't. Would you like me to attempt to do it? Yeah, go ahead. So Josh has seen this before, so he knows what's happening. This is happening. one of my favorites. <laughs> like, change the fucking landscape. Just like, you can do whatever you want now. Nobody gives a fuck. Just go for it. So there's like an alien woman who comes to Earth for some reason. You will find out later. And she sees this tiny child and thinks it's like somebody else, but it's actually like who she thinks it is. It's like a weird thing. She's just a bit fucked in the head. And she like hits him with a Vespa accidentally <laughs> and thinks she's murdered him. Um, and then she does CPR and he comes back to life. And then when he comes back to life, she smacks him in the head with her base <laughs> that she's got. And that causes like a robot to grow in his head that like pops out eventually. And then he gets like caught on it. And then it has like a fight with a hand. And then she smashes the robot's head. So it becomes dumb. So then it becomes a baker. She hits his dad, the kid's dad with her Vespa as well. And then to apologize, says that she'll be their housekeeper for free. So she can just like live in their house. And the baker robot as well. Yeah, they all just, like, live in this house now. And that's episode one. I didn't get it. (laughs) Like, I understood what was happening on a base level. (laughs) Like, what you just said, I understood that all those things happened. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know what, like, where this is going. 
Like what? What is this story? Yeah, you you never will. Oh, like when God. it gets to the end, it explains it all to you, and you're like, okay, but what? <laughs> I really don't know if I can watch it. That's okay. You tried. Maybe I should give it another couple of episodes. Good luck, mate. <laughs> Doesn't get any clearer. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, Josh even has like a tattoo of this anime. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that is the tattoo that I looked at and we spoke about the tattoo and then we hooked up for the first time. Cool. Do you remember that? I was so fucked. Like, Because <laughs> we were talking about tattoos and you were like, show me your tattoos. And then... I'm pretty sure I made the move on you, like, after you explained that particular tattoo. Like, oh, he's got tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) And now you've got more than me, mate. Yeah, fucking oath. You got me to get my first tattoo, and then it's just been downhill from there. Or uphill. Tattoos (laughs) are sick. Yeah, so, still not sure about that one. Whereas the other one we watched, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, it's got a cat in it, so... (laughs) A cat that transforms into a hot lady. Yep. What more could you want? Really? Like the whole rest of the show. Like- no, no. Like, oh, I didn't just like that. I like the concept of the show. Um, it's really hard to explain. <laughs> also not that difficult. No, it's not that hard to explain. There's a school for kids who work for the Grim Reaper. <laughs> the Grim Reaper is the best character ever. Like, he's so funny. He's amazing. And half of the kids are, like, trained to be, like, weapon wielders and half of them are actual weapons. Like, yeah. they're people who could turn into weapons. And they just, like, get together and they, like, train together and they have to collect a certain amount of, like, demon souls so that the weapon can go and, like, work for death. And that's, like, it. It's real, yeah. real simple. But yeah, they're all, like, fucking simple. children. <laughs> it's so cool. Like, I really like the concept of, like, humans being weapons and being able to transform and the whole, like, soul connection between the, the wielder and, like, the weapon. I really love that. And there's a good variety of characters as well. Oh, yeah, there's heaps of characters. But they're oh, all yeah. like... You've got six, well, three main, like... What do you even call them if they're the crews. weapon wielder? Hmm? Wait, what do you call them if they're the weapon wielder? I can't remember. Anyway, so there's three of those. Two of them have one weapon person, and then one, the other guy has two girls as his weapons because he's got, like, two guns. Yeah, that he shoots with his pinky fingers. Yeah, that seems so inconvenient. <laughs> you know, holds him upside down and then shoots with his pinky fingers. Who does that? Anyway, so they're like the main characters and then there's Death, obviously. And then the dad, who's also a weapon. Yeah, Death's current weapon is the dad of one of the main characters. That whole um, relationship is interesting. Because yeah, I don't understand, like, so the weapons, are they can just have sex with humans and create babies. <laughs> Straight onto the banging. Well, because she's the daughter of this weapon guy and yep. his owner, his past owner, right? Past owner? Well, like her, his, her mum yep. was the wielder of the dad weapon. When, and she then they, made, when he was made into like a death scythe, which is death like... Death scythe, yeah. Yeah. They banged and had this kid. Yeah. Okay. So they're basically humans, but they can just transform into weapons. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, you find out more about it later. But I really liked it. I think, how many have we watched now? Like four, maybe? Up to when they get their new teacher, who's like one of the best characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Frankenstein guy. Dr. Yep. Frankenstein. I just think it's really interesting. It's It's got everything that I like in anime. Well, it's a very visually appealing anime. It's very easy to follow. Yeah. But it's got different like shade, like all the different shades. So it goes from like super dark to like mm, funny. pretty like cheery and funny. Yeah. yeah. I really, really like it. But then this always happens to me where I get into an anime and we watch like, I don't know, 30 episodes or something. 
and then I just lose interest and I'm like, I can't be bothered. Like, but I don't think this has that many episodes, right? It's got a few, <laughs> but it's not, it's not, you know, like if you wanted to watch all of Yu-Gi-Oh that's come out, that would take you like a year straight to watch. Yeah. It's not like fucking Naruto or One Piece One or Piece, any of those. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking it's, bleach or whatever. It's just like. It's distinct. It's like, but it's this also is how finished. many episodes there are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's finished. It's not continuing. So it's like, you've got an end point in sight. So I'd be interested to to finish this. See how far you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you didn't finish any of them, even the really short ones. Yeah. Didn't finish One Punch Man. Didn't finish Steins Gate. <laughs> we finished Death Note. Oh, that's what we finished. We watched all of the original Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, it's Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just find it hard. Like, people ask me, like, oh, do you watch anime? And I basically say no, because <laughs> if I tell them that I watch anime, they would just think I'm stupid because I'll be like, oh, I've watched, like, a quarter of this, 10 episodes of this. Like, I've watched a lot of anime. But I don't think they think you're stupid, but some people, are, some people are very into them. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, I watched this one, and they're like, oh, my God, how good is this? And you're like, I only watched, like, seven episodes. I'm yeah. Like, why don't you finish it? I got bored. Then you're just done in that yeah. conversation. They'll just fucking hammer you. <laughs> There's also that Psyche K. We watched a bunch of that. Yeah, um, they stopped dubbing it. That other one with the eye and the hand and the finger. <laughs> Parasite. Parasite. Eye and the hand and the finger. <laughs> that was cool. I like that one too. Food Wars. We were behind on Food Wars. Yeah. We started watching Helsing and you thought it was too boring. Helsing, yeah. We was tried a lot. It's just a commitment. <laughs> it's just like something fun to watch where you just chilling out i mean we do do this so we have other tv based commitments and a lot of youtube subs and horror films to watch whenever we've got the time we've got life. lots going on life is so hard what ways you i wonder if that came out in the audio oh my elbow just cracked <laughs> falling apart falling apart yeah so soul eater i'd probably give like oh, i'd probably give like an eight and a half out of ten and then the other one i'd probably give like a five out of ten pretty harsh <laughs> Well, I only watched one episode, so I feel like I can't really rate it that much. But you just said that it's still weird the whole time, so... Oh, the entire time. It's so strange. And all the conversations do not make it clearer. (laughs) It's so good. All right, is it time for the main event? Sure is. What do we watch? <laughs> Truth Seekers. You bastard. <laughs> yep, we watched Truth Seekers this time. You thought I wasn't going to remember the name, did you? Yeah, but why did you take a huge pause? Because I forgot. For <laughs> you lead the charge, mate. This was your your choice. Yeah, well, what are your initial thoughts, mate? I thought it was going to be exactly like that other fucking paranormal show we watched that I can't remember the name of that was really awful. Right, um... Any more information to help me out with that? <laughs> <laughs> the only scene I can remember from that show, I'm pretty sure we did it for the podcast. They were in a car and the car like went up into the air. So you're talking about Ghosted? Is that what it was? That's the episode. That's our first lost episode. Oh, we didn't even... Didn't even put it out. No. Okay. Well, we did an episode on that and then it got deleted. When I when you told me about the show, I was like, isn't this just Ghosted? Which it kind of is. <laughs> But Ghosted was an American show, wasn't it? So Ghosted has Adam Scott, who we love, which I'm pretty sure that's why we originally watched the show, right? And Craig Robinson. Yeah, but I love both of them. Yeah, no, so do I. But I think we only ever watched the first episode of that show. Yeah, the pacing was really terrible. It did, like, part of the show, 
was doing the same pacing as you'd have in like an 80s action drama, like fucking Knight Rider or whatever. Mm. But at the time, because it's not the fucking 80s, it was really hard to watch because it was like, they're here, now they're there, now they're here, now they're there, now it's over. And I just couldn't, I didn't enjoy the pacing at all. It was a choice that they made, but it wasn't good. Yeah, I really didn't enjoy it that much. Like, we didn't continue it, and it only got one season. Um, so the world didn't continue it either? No. So it had 16 episodes. 2017 is when this aired. So this was a long time ago we did this for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we we watched it when it came out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So when you told me about this, I was like, oh, it's just going to be ghosted. Um, so I, I didn't really have high expectations because of how much I didn't like this one. But this was a lot more enjoyable, and that's my opening statement. It's a Nick Frost, Simon Pegg show, so either it's going to be really good or fall really flat. They, they do some great stuff, and they do some just fucking boring stuff. Like, Yeah, what was that movie we watched that we really didn't like of theirs? Which one? Was it the, the journey to the end of the earth, or no, what was it called? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, where they're doing that pub crawl. Uh, World's End. Yeah, that was dumb. That was not very good. Um, we watched that fucking, what was that other movie we watched recently where the dog can talk or whatever, he can do whatever he wants. Oh, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. But Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, some of the best movies ever made. Yeah, it it feels like they're pretty hit and miss and I thought that from now on they would just be miss because maybe they've kind of got all their creative ideas out that are good and now they're just kind of like oh, we can do anything, and they just put out weird shit that no one likes. But they still make money because it's like, oh, it's Maybe Simon this Pegg. time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Nick Frost is in this, but Simon Pegg is not. What are you talking you sh- about? What? Is Simon Pegg in it? He's the boss. Oh, shit. Oh, he is too. You just okay. didn't notice that the whole No, week? I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> he looked different. He looked different. They literally mentioned that he's wearing a wig oh. in the actual show. <sighs> nah, um, I didn't notice that. Good job. But but you'd think like... He's in like four scenes. (laughs) But you'd also think like if it's uh, Nick and Simon, they'd be the main characters, but they're not, which is good, I think. But I think um, they obviously both wrote it. Well, yeah, they're two of the four writers. Yeah. Do you want to have... Okay, I'll I'll read what IMDb says about this, yeah? Yeah. A team of part-time paranormal investigators use homemade gizmos to track the supernatural, sharing their adventures online. As their haunted stakeouts become more terrifying, they begin to uncover an unimaginable apocalyptic conspiracy. Use the word gizmos in the description there, which uh, I fucking hate. You hate the word gizmos? <laughs> gizmos, yeah. Why? Uh, why? I knew a dog called Gizmo once. Yeah, it's a pet name. It's not a fucking word anymore. It was a cute dog. And what do you reckon this has out of 10 on, on IMDb? Uh, 7.7. You're not too far off. There is a 7.2 out of 10 here mm. on IMDb, but just over 3,000 people have reviewed. Well, it's only been out, it came out on the 30th of this month, so it has not, of last, oh, month, last month, so it hasn't yeah. been out for very long. Yeah. So it's only been out for like a week, but that doesn't surprise me. Like 7.2 seems kind of fair at this point if people are just doing it based on, you know, the pilot, watching it for the first time. I don't know. That was very, uh, very confident in those words there, Kate. <laughs> we, both, <laughs> we both just, like, can't speak today. Oh. Uh-oh. All the Halloween... Sets dec- falling apart. <laughs> the Halloween decorations are falling down. It's officially November. Oh, Damn it. 
All right, so where should we start with this? Did you want to run through the plot real quick? Well, okay. So the plot real quick. So it's just about like Nick Frost. He works for like a, I guess it's a broadband installer and fixer company. He gets a new partner. The partner says that like this house his woman lives in is creepy. So he tells him that he's got a YouTube channel where he like investigates paranormal phenomena. And then they go back to this woman's house and they find out that like there's like a hidden room in there where they're doing like soul transfer on a dog or something lines up with the start which is like this woman is in her house and then her house is on fire and then she's in a hospital and then she gets chased and she runs past the van at the end of the show and she hops in the back without them noticing somehow and then that's how the show ends so i think this first episode the paranormal story isn't really going to be related to the rest of it it was kind of just like an introduction to who these people are and what they can do do you well, think I don't that's going to come the back? Fucking, the old woman turns into a dog. Do you think it's going to come back though? Because I think the Might main be part of it, the main plot, is going to be this woman who was in the hospital with all the demons in there. Well, yeah, it's definitely going to be like revolve around that. Yeah, because we watched the trailer, so we kind of know that she's going to become part of the crew. Well, I wanted to watch the trailer to make you, well, to see if you were actually going to be interested in this at all. Yeah, because you might have just been like, "That looks fucking shit." <laughs> Oh, the trailer made me want to watch it. It looked interesting. But it did give, like, a lot away. Mm, for sure. But I was kind of surprised at the kind of two sides of it, like how it was quite comedy-focused at times, but then also very horror-focused at other times. It wasn't like all the horror stuff was funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, The horror stuff was, was horror and the comedy stuff was comedy. But do you think it was too segmented? No. Like, it's like the music changes every time, so you think that it's going to be like a comedy part. That I found like kind of really a lot, yeah. Because they'd be like in the middle of a horror thing, and they're like, "We've got to make a joke now. Change the music," and they change the music for like a couple of seconds, and then they get oh, back okay. into the horror music. But did they do either of them very well? I laughed a couple of times. You know, when the dude like said that his name was Elton John. <laughs> I don't know why I found that funny, but I did. For a horror comedy, right? It's pretty funny, and it's filmed pretty well for like horror stuff or whatever. Yeah. But like horror comedies are just not good. <laughs> no, this is way better than that other one we watched. What this other one? This is way better than Ghosted. 100% better. No, but I mean, just in general, I don't think horror comedies are, like, that good. I think it's because we just grew up, you know, the first ho- horror comedies we watched was, like, fucking scary movie and that. That's what we kind of grew up with, the horror comedy. And so we have this kind of, like, preconception that it's all shit and it's just a parody and it's dumb. No, I don't think that at all. I think you can do, like, I think you should be able to do them both. But they never seem to do either. So you've never seen that? You've never seen it done well? I don't think so. Okay. It, it's not. Like, you're never going to have, like, a funny Conjuring movie. If The Conjuring was funny, it would be shit. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's found a real way to do comedy elements and horror elements and meld them together in a way where they're not obviously in different sections. Mm, and it's not just stupid and a parody. Like, it's actually... Yeah. And it if can they be try a serious to, show. If they try to blend them together too much, then you get stuff... That's awful because it's not scary and it's not funny. <laughs> I, I don't you, feel like they ever really work. Did you, but you had this preconception going in. Did you open yourself up to like, okay, this might hit the mark? I always give things a chance. I know you do, but I, I think this is done better than anything like this I've seen before. Yeah, but I still don't think it's great. I don't think it's doing those genres properly. You know what I mean? Like one of the jokes is that he calls him a noob multiple times. I loved that. 
That's not a joke, though. I call you a noob all the time. Yeah, so that's why like you... relatable. That's, yeah, it was relatable to you. <laughs> that's not a joke, though. The Elton John thing was pretty funny, but some of the comedy was just like, what the fuck is happening? What else did I find funny? Oh, when he um he was controlling his dad's... You know those things that go up and down the stairs for okay, like, so disabled people? Okay, that so was, that was done pretty well. That was fucking hilarious. That was... Yeah, that was that hit the mark on the head for me. That He's was like you can't control me, and then he just picks up the remote for the elevator thing and like makes it go up. And he's like, no. <laughs> it sounds dumb when I explain it, but it was it was filmed and cut very well. It was very smart. That was so funny. I laughed a lot at that. But I was never like not scared because I never get scared with horror stuff. But it was never like suspenseful because you've got these characters like his sidekick there all the time whenever something suspenseful is happening and he's just like making an extra like over the top face or fucking telling you he shit himself or whatever. I don't know I liked him I thought he was. I'm not saying he's a bad character I'm just saying like you can't meld the two things. It's hard it's hard really well. It's definitely difficult. You have to do one with elements of the other. But they kind of tried to go 50-50, I feel like. Yeah, but that makes it, it really... Do you it was 50-50 or maybe... It wasn't... It was way less scary than it was trying to be funny, but it put the jokes yeah. so far apart as if they were trying to, like, make them sparse to make it more horror-related, but then it just... I don't know. I, I never think these things do it well. And the way that they did it where they just changed the music on a dime just sort of distracted See, I me. See, I didn't really... I didn't really notice that, so it didn't bother me, like... A lot of the time, unless the sound is, like, crazy, I don't notice it. You're deaf. <laughs> I mean, now, like, if we watch another episode, I'll probably notice that and be like, oh, yeah, that's really distracting. But no, I'd say overall, I thought they they did okay. I didn't think it was a bad show at all. I just don't think horror comedies are ever very successful. That's all I'm saying. No, that's fair. But, like, it, I thought it was, like, it was entertaining. Like, I'd definitely keep watching it. And I it seems mind. like there's going to be, like a like, a big story that's happening. Some sort of weird conspiracy. Well, yeah, you read that like five seconds ago. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. But like, you don't really, you don't really get a sense of that in the pilot. You just think, oh, it's going to be our favorite word, procedural. You know, like every episode is a different supernatural, paranormal thing. But they never solve anything. No, they don't. They just go there and like, oh, that's paranormal, and then they just leave or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm kind of interested to see like what this beer biggest story is i'd be happy to watch it because like if they give you one good joke per episode good enough that is the state that all this stuff is in right now it's just like if you give me one good joke per episode i'm i'll watch it if the story is interesting enough for me to like not be bored and i get one good joke yeah i'll watch a show because everything is garbage now i feel like i laughed a few times like how many times do you think i laughed maybe three Maybe three, yeah, in like fucking half an hour. Yeah, but still, that's not bad. But it's and a comedy show. You never really laugh out loud, but a couple of things that I found entertaining, I looked at you and you were smiling. Like, you never laughed out loud, but, you, you know, there was some joy on your face. It takes a lot to get me to laugh out loud. <laughs> it takes a lot to make Josh feel joy. That's right. It does. <laughs> I think it's a bad choice from the start. It's hard to get the balance right. Like, you're either just going to be, like, really stupid. You need something that's, like, horror, but it does comedy like a procedural does. Mm. And I don't know if you can really do that, but it's also, it's these guys, so you they're like, not going to write it like that. You mean, like, something like Elementary or something where it's, like, yeah, but serious, if it was a, but, but if it was a horror movie. Yeah, and all the really jokes, like, moments. yeah, all the yeah. jokes land because they're yeah. based on the situation. For sure. Usually 
when the genres are mixed, it's for a silly thing. The fucking it was what was that fucking um that one we watched? I'm thinking of a oh, scare package. And they're like it's a horror comedy movie, and it was literally just making fun of horror movies the entire time. Yeah, yeah. If there's you're not so much of that already, it's just like yeah. Boring. If, if you're not being like, how dumb are horror movies? Who who who? That's not like a horror comedy. That's just a comedy. Yeah. About that subject matter. Yeah, because you can do that in your living room. Yeah. <laughs> like the other night we watched um the new Halloween movie again. What? Friday thirteenth. Sorry, Friday thirteenth, mm-hmm. with our friend, and you know we're sitting there making jokes about this film. You can do that in your living room. You don't need to watch someone produce a movie about that. <laughs> I, I think, like, I'd be happy to watch them, but I don't think they're going to be successful in either category. Yeah, and we'd be way more fucking funny anyway. That's right. Hey. Watch our YouTube channel. <laughs> All right, shall we move on to some ratings then? Is there anything else you want to generally say about the show? <laughs> you said you'd keep watching it. Yeah, i definitely keep watching it. I, I would just, too, yeah. I just think it's not amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. Yes, but, but I think I you put a lot on these two guys every time you watch anything that they've mm. made. You have a high standard for them. Yeah, because they've made some of the best stuff that's out there. <laughs> yeah. This is this is their niche. Like they love this this horror comedy thing. It's their niche. They they everything most of the stuff they do is this. Yeah, but like Shaun of the Dead is probably like the closest thing to doing a horror comedy properly. Perfectly. Yeah. Well, but it's not more about like but near perfect. But it's not even that. It's like here is a basic horror situation. Here are some idiots. <laughs> yeah. It's not a horror comedy. It's like, it's a, just a comedy with like a horror setting. Yeah. It's more like a realistic horror film where it's like two actual humans are dealing with this horror situation. Exactly. It, which you don't ever see. No, but I think Shaun of the Dead is like the closest to a horror comedy done like well. I think it's the closest oh, you'll ever get. 100%. I agree with you with that. Definitely. And I think most people would. Yeah, so now they've made a horror comedy again. <laughs> it's not really that funny and it's not really that scary. So, <laughs> let's see. So, should we move on to ratings? Let's do it. We will go with plot first. The plot is fine. Sorry, I just dropped my phone. The plot is fine. <laughs> it gets into everything quite fast. Yeah. Here's a new guy. Day one. I'm a paranormal investigator. We saw a paranormal thing. First fucking house we went to. Like, yeah, the pacing was kind of weird, but it's like, it's a TV show. We want to get into it, but it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. Mm. But that's all for comedy again, because they want to be like, this guy's dumb at his job. I'm having a lot of pacing problems at the moment. But if you ignore that, like, it's totally fine. It's like, there's a guy, he already does paranormal investigating. He happens to do a job where he goes house to house. He sees a paranormal thing. Woo. <laughs> I like how the video that he showed his new partner of his YouTube was... So shit. <laughs> he's like, oh, I had a paranormal experience. And it was this door of like a house that closed slowly over six hours or something. Nine hours, yeah. Nine hours. <laughs> Slammed shut in nine hours. And the dude's just like, what? Yeah, so that's quite. that was quite funny. No, I, I agree with you. Like, I think it didn't give you much of an idea of what the actual like ongoing story is going to be no you read like you watch the trailer and you read the synopsis and they didn't really give you any idea of that at all apart from just seeing this woman randomly like twice during the episode but it is a pilot so i mean a lot of the pilot is always going to be like here are the characters yeah 
I don't know, I just, I feel like I would have wanted it to be more involved with this woman. Maybe even just at the end for like the last 10 minutes, something. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, so plot for the first episode, I think I'll give it like a six. It's pretty good. I'll probably agree with you and give it like a six. Mm. And characters? Here we go. <laughs> you don't like the characters. So uh, the woman is nothing. Uh, Simon Pegg's character is like fine, but he played for laughs. He's not really there for any reason. It's Simon Pegg playing Simon Pegg. <laughs> In a weird way, yeah. Like a nervous Simon Pegg. Well, there's like the old lady and like that's an old lady playing an old lady. Uh, and then you have two main John. characters. So Elton John <laughs> and Nick Frost. And that guy who plays Elton John's like a bit not dumb because he's like his thing is that he's done a lot of jobs. So he knows a lot of yeah, small yeah. stuff or whatever. Yeah. The nervous, like bumbly, shitty character. Yeah, a little bit. Which is just it's not required. Like he's a fucking he's a fucking man. Like, <laughs> just, yeah, it's it's he weird. He wouldn't be like that all the time for no reason. It's weird because they kind of set him up as like he's done heaps of jobs and he knows like a lot of stuff. Like he helps out by knowing things about architecture and being like, oh, this room should be bigger based on what I saw on the outside of the house because he'd worked for an architect, and then that's when they find the secret room. Yeah. So he's set up as this like character that knows a lot of little things that will be able to help move the story forward but he's, then he's also dumb as fuck and it's like he's he's the MacGuffin he's a person MacGuffin you don't need him to be anything yeah because it's just like what do we need in this situation we need someone who knows about uh, veterinary science and he's like I was a vet nurse yeah yeah exactly he's a MacGuffin like, yeah. but then why make him seem stupid at the same time if he's done that much shit he would not be dumb yeah so just make him overall a smart dude. Don't make him like. But you can't oh, have okay. a. So all but then would he work? Some would he, stupid yeah. But would he character? work for a broadband company for a smart guy? Unless know. he'd like lost his job because of something and like. Oh no! Don't really... you have to be like an engineer to work to do like installations? No. You don't. No. Oh okay. <laughs> you have to know how to do it like, so that it works and so you can like troubleshoot issues that people have or whatever. Yeah, and I guess once. Once you've done it like three or four times, it's just rote learning, like yeah. rote memory. Like anyone could do it, right? Anyway, yeah, so that character's like a little bit um, inconsistent, I feel like. But yeah. I, I still enjoyed him a lot, to be honest. I found him entertaining. Nick Frost is kind of Nick Frost, just a bit more awkward. They've made him unrealistically like douchey to like cancel out the bubbly bumbliness of this other character. Mm. I don't know. They've just made him a bit more of a prick. And the dad was kind of funny. I like the dad. Well, yeah, because he had the one good joke in the whole fucking episode. It's like some kind of just pissed off old guy. I always like that kind of character. And then, yeah, we don't know anything about the woman yet. And then, oh, the only other character is like... um, His girlfriend. Isn't it his sister? Elton John's sister. Is it his sister? I think I it's his sister. Because he know. mentions his sister and it's like, oh, my sister does a YouTube channel. And then you meet her. So that's why I thought that that was oh, his sister. Because he, he says she does makeup tutorials, but then she's making like a fucking Dalek head for maybe she does like um cosplay makeup tutorials maybe yeah that's that's what i took from it because they didn't actually explicitly tell you who she was right but the way they were bickering i thought they were brother and sister as well but you never know because we we don't bicker like that but some couples do so i don't know can't help you (laughs) but yeah characters like i really didn't mind them at all i did kind of connect with them pretty early on obviously not the woman but i'm sure we will connect with her in the next couple of episodes so again, probably going six and a half. I think six plots, six and a half characters. Well, I'm going to agree with you again <laughs> because they're not badly written, and they're it's like 
you know exactly what they're gonna do and say and what their views and goals are or whatever like well presented but some of them are a bit like extra and a bit unrealistic for what like you don't need that sure and i understand it's tv and it's comedy yeah i get that a comedy you get to be a bit more loose with that stuff exactly but that's the problem i have with it sure that you've got comedy characters so they're just a bit too much Nick Frost is a bit too much of an asshole. This guy's a bit too much bumbling. His yeah. sister's a bit too much annoying. Yeah. His dad's too grumpy. His yeah. boss is too dumb. Like, just <laughs> just a bit. Like, you'd be more subtle, but it is, like, short. So I guess it's e- – and it's comedy, so I guess it's easier to mm. just be, like, Half an hour up. episodes. These kind of shows, there are allowances for being a little bit more over the top. Okay, six and a half. And what else we got? Cinematography and what it looks like. It's very fucking blue, isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit blue. We didn't see a lot of, like, special effects or anything like that. What about when the dog transfers its soul to her and it's, like, green and blue sperm that fly into her face? That was weird. I didn't really understand. Came out of fucking nowhere. Made no sense. (laughs) But then everything else, like, you see the burnt burnt demons or whatever. Yeah. That that was just makeup. So that was fine. That looked great. Yeah. But then they've got, like, the... Like the plague doctor. The plague doctor, but he is like glitching out. Mm, like what's going on there? That's kind of weird. Yeah, it was odd. Odd that choice. Didn't, that didn't look that bad. That was fine. It didn't. Well, it they've got a lot of money. They do? Well, it's them. They've probably got a lot of money. Oh, yeah. True, true, true. And Amazon be paying for this. Mm. Amaz- okay, so this is an Amazon original, isn't it? Say that for the uh, audience. <laughs> Get on the Amazon shit. Yeah, it didn't really bother me. I thought it was okay. But I agree with you with the sperm thing. <laughs> that was weird as fuck. It was very odd, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? But it got the point across. You knew what was happening. Oh, I 100% knew what was happening, yeah. but I was still in my head going, what is happening right yeah. now? But yeah, apart from that, it's just like England. England. It's like they get to go all these cool, like, quaint, like, country England houses, which I love. Like, makes me all nostalgic. It's shot in a very, like, standard english way oh yeah they, they love all those country towns with like the weird houses and pubs and stuff what's that crime show there's that one town where all those crimes happen midsummer murders yeah like midsummer murders but it's not a town though it's like a fucking sort of like a suburb but yeah, not. Yeah, it's yeah. like big yeah it's big but i always thought that when i was a kid i was like how do all the people in this fucking town keep dying <laughs> It's obviously one person. So funny. But then, yeah, I found out that it's like it's like a peninsula or something. Like, it's quite big. Yeah, yeah. So I had no problems with that. I mean, what can you give it? Probably go a six. Uh, yeah, I'd have to go a six as well. Let's look at this all this agreement. Because, uh, yeah, it does, it does some of the stuff practical and does some of the stuff CGI. CGI stuff is, like, str- just strange choices. But fine. And everything's through a blue filter because it's a ghost thing. So everything has to be through a blue filter. <laughs> but it's also in like the UK. So a blue filter on top of grey everything else is like a bit a bit much. I feel like a lot of English shows are just shot in like grey or blue because that's just like the mood of the UK. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> sad, dreary, just cloudy. Yeah. But not bad. But did nothing interesting as well. So is it overall then? We're there. Well, I think we've basically given it like sixes across the board, right? Two I feel sixes like a, and a six point five. I feel like a six is pretty. A six is pretty fair, but pretty I, fair. I think I will go six and a half overall, just because I would keep watching it, and there was a lot of things I did like about it. So I feel bad giving it a six. I would probably also give it a six and a half. Oh shit! 
just a six feels really low yeah, for like these guys and the effort they put in and all sorts of stuff. And like, yes, it's a horror comedy. They never work. I'm not saying that in a way like, fuck you, I'm going to give it a bad score. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving them like allowances because a lot of people think it can work and I just do not. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't do anything that visually interesting. But I mean, it's pretty short and they introduce like a lot of stuff. And not in like a jarring way in this really short amount of time. Mm. Just just don't do the music thing anymore. If it stops doing the music thing, I'll be chill. They gave us some good jokes. Would you say that a horror comedy is the hardest genre to pull off? You are taking literally opposite ends of the spectrum and trying to put them together. Yeah. I mean, what's other opposites? Uh, like a war. Oh, no, but there ha- that has been done well. I was thinking like war and comedy, but then I thought of like mash and like all yeah, that stuff. Easy. But something that would make you actively scared that's also actively funny. Mm, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. They're not the same because you use one to deal with the other. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Comedy that's is a, a way to point. disarm horror. So you're taking horror and then you're just crushing it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's hard to make people feel those two things in, in one half an hour episode. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that kind of wraps it up, eh? Thank God. <laughs> you didn't enjoy that? No, I did. It felt a bit weird. Like, I bad-mouthed it. I didn't mean to, because I didn't mind it. That's fine. You were just being honest. Yeah, it was... That's what you do. It was not great. <laughs> but That's I still watch it. Mainly because I just want to see if it gets better. All right, guys. Well, if you watch it, let us know what you think. You can contact us on all the social media pipes. Instagram. Twitter. Email. What else is there? Well, the email is uh, piloteropodcast.gmail.com. Yes. Also, you- Facebook exists. Facebook. <laughs> Check out our YouTube channel... We've got a new Halloween theme video out on there, which we're really proud of. So if you could go watch that and um, like it, it would be awesome. We'll talk to you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.